How are we doing, everybody? And welcome back to A Royal Mess. We are now live every Friday, 8 p.m. on the Sean Atwood channel with myself, Ron Swanson, and of course, Paula M. And one of our uh, new panel members who um, is joining us for the first time to me. So she's going to tell us a little bit about herself in just a minute. But uh, before we get started on that, I just want to do a bit of shameless advertising for uh, Sean Atwood. Sean Atwood woke up this morning to find that his new uh, Britain's Hardest Men with Sean Atwood on Amazon was 10th in the most watched um, stuff, most watched stuff on Amazon in the UK. I highly recommend everybody goes and checks it out. I'm just going to copy and paste this link in and it will fire a link everywhere. Go and support your boy. He is killing it. So big congratulations to Sean and to, to Jen and to James. Who, what is the show about? So people know. It's about it's Britain's hardest men. It's interviews with some of the hardest men in Britain, oh. uh, gangsters, doormen, uh, fighters, all of this. And in between each interview, there's narration about the, the what you're seeing, basically. Um, it's pretty cool. Sorry, I've got messages coming through here. Right, there we go. Cheers. Um, so tonight... We're going to be delving into our usual talk, talk, topics. But uh, Paula, as again, and I said it a million times, the backbone of this show, has possibly got us a very interesting guest. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we do, Paula, simply, how are you? How's your week been? You're looking fabulous. Tell us how your week has been. Come on. My week has been moving homes. Um, I can't talk very much about why, but you, can't, you guys kind of know why. Yeah. Um, my Politics. producer... Oh shit! He's a sleepy it's, boy. You're supervising me. Yeah. You can tell that she works really hard. Yeah. Um. And uh, no, it's been working hard. I mean, you know, moving the farm, the school, everything. It's just just a lot, but I love it. You know, my lupus is subsiding. I don't know if you can see my fingers are looking a little bit better, less red. Awesome. Awesome. So, kicking lupus, and this is why I'm having some red wine. <laughs> Yay. Also because yeah, I'm so okay. angry. I'm so angry. We're going to talk about we, Yeah, we'll get we'll get we're we'll get see the Latino side of me wrong, yeah. which is not going to we'll, be very pleasant for Harry and Meghan Markle if I ever cross paths with them. Can well, I, I want to say something that, before oh, we start? Yep. I want to thank the Royal Grift for okay. bringing this to my attention because she tagged me in YouTube with Empress 5 who actually found this out. And, you know, I, I was racking my brains out because I knew something was up with Megan and all the distraction. I knew some shit was up. And Lord and behold, thanks to these two ladies, you know, I found out why. I did a video about it. Okay. Well, we're going to leave you on that cliffhanger for just a minute. I just want to say to everybody, thank you for coming and joining us on Friday. Uh, we will be here every week at 8 o'clock. And we're, we're working on, you know, it's a very fluid format. And we're trying to... Um, Make sure it's interesting for you guys each week. But before we go any further, Toomey finally has managed to <laughs> make it to the panel. It's been a few weeks in the making. Tell, introduce yourself, first of all. Tell us a little bit about your uh, your channel. And we've got Mr. Markle just popping in here as well. Just, Hello. Just, oh, my God. Look how posh. He's in that car. Oh, my God. Toomey, <laughs> just give, give us one second, just in case. Yeah. Uh, Are you in an Escalade? Are you in an Escalade? No, I'm pulling a Paula. <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? You have to shake the camera more. Though. Yeah, Paula, Paula likes to contact you while she's driving what seems to be off road in a no. fucking car. No, Thomas, Tom, you have to admit that I haven't been calling you early in the morning. Oh. 
<laughs> I haven't been calling you early in the morning because you know, for Tom, I'm a farmer, unlike and, and you know, like what Harry says, we're not stupid. We get yeah. up at four in the morning. So I usually call Tom around seven, but I forget the time difference. <laughs> That's okay. I, I used I used to have chickens. Oh well listen, Tom, you just jumped on right as we were introducing uh to me. I just wanted to make sure you weren't on for a brief second. If you are, let us know what you've got to say and then I'm gonna get back to the intros. Then we'll come back to you and we'll see what this week holds. Yeah, um first thing I want to say is a lot of people gave me a heads up. Hi everybody, how you doing? Um Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I didn't know if we were supposed to say hi or not. Like um, when you said of hi. Course, of course. Anyway, um, I guess uh, the sea donkey, sea hag witch of Montecito and her flying monkeys probably yeah. hacked, my, hacked my YouTube channel. What? I just, yeah. yeah I, I just want everybody to know I changed my profile picture to a, a pier in a sunset. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I had went through and changed all my passwords, made them, you know, damn near break unbreakable. But yeah. um, make sure yeah. you use that, that two-factor authenticator, Tom, as well. Yeah, so somebody yeah. Uh, somebody mirrored my channel, and it says it looks just like my old one, but it says no subscribers. And they've been commenting on my on on my channel. They've been leaving comments for my viewers to go to, to, to go uh, get a hold of Max for investments and tell him I sent him and call him oh, on WhatsApp. Wow. Just so everybody knows, I would never, ever, ever in a million years do that. And yeah. I don't use WhatsApp on my on my YouTube ever. It's a scam. Well, I tell you what, Tom, there's a way for you to to stop that from happening as often. I'll show you how to do that in the back end of YouTube. You'll be what able to. What are you to, doing uh, that you're not managing this, Ron? I'm very disappointed in you. You're me? Me? Listen, listen, man. This, I'm I'm doing my best here, but Tom and I are going to uh, make sure he's he's secure. Um, and I'll go into exactly what happened, of course. But you know, so maybe, funny is I, the more I look for that, I, I could not find that mirrored channel anywhere. And people say that it's up there. I can't find it anywhere on YouTube. It's happened well, to me. It's happened to me. You have to, you, when you're, tell your subscribers to report. I'm going to go look at the comments yeah. because it's usually in the comments and I'm going to report it. And basically what it is, is somebody copying you. And, and in my case, they directed people to something called Telegram, which, you know, and then yeah. or to donate here and then. And it's happened yeah. all the time. So you just have to be careful. Yeah. There's, there's, definitely, there's, there's, definitely, the, definitely the flying monkeys. Yeah, I, there's, there's two ways of looking at it. There's actual hacking that's taking place, or someone has basically created an account, used all your uh, identifying marks, your name, your header, your profile picture, and imitated you. It's, it's quite a common thing done by counter, you know, espionage, shall we? Just call it what it is, really. Um, and and yeah, but Tom, just just so you know, if if you want to come next week and have, I'm not not kicking you off by any chance. I'm just I'm, even though well, it sounds like I'm not, but you you just you, you you're more than welcome to stick around. But the, to show the you that's an expensive car. next next week, I think we should it's go not. over next week. I think we should go over exactly what happened, Tom, uh, and look at the realities of that sort of attack because I think it's prevalent that. We, we do that because, you know, it, it's pretty obvious that it was that, you know, after you came on the show. So let's let's look into it and talk about it next week a little bit as well. But uh, yeah. other than that, what's been going on in Tom's life this week before to me is this is the longest wait <laughs> has ever had to wait for an introduction. Uh, but it is what it is. So, Tom, what, what's happened to you uh, this week? And other than the, 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 the YouTube stuff, anything been going on? Uh, not much. Just uh, running errands. Uh, took. 
Uh, I had to go into San Diego to get uh, my passport replaced because mine was washed a few times and yeah. getting a, a passport did. card. Did so. you say it was washed a few times? Yeah. In, in the, he I forgets it and he puts it I in the keep, I keep leaving it in my pockets because, yes, I do my own laundry, by the way. Hey, listen, there's nothing you wrong. Don't have servants? You don't have servants to do your laundry, Tom? No, they all quit because I'm so mean to them. <laughs> I, I, I just want to point out. Help. <laughs> I just want to point out to the viewers that right here is a German Shepherd that is all black. You'll see eyes. There's an eye there and a head, and he's sitting behind me, booping me with his paw, because he wants a snack out of his snack bag. So this is from the the YouTube viewers, okay? Because you're a greedy boy. So there you are. There we go. Well, there he is. I can see. He's a stealth dog. He's a stealth dog. Okay, before we get any further, before the rudeness continues, to me, welcome yes. finally to the panel. <laughs> tell us, Hello. tell us about you. And also, Ray J, one of our mods, has asked very nicely if you can post the link for your channel in the chat so that he can yes, spam I it. Can. Yes, Thank you can. very much. Okay, uh, no problem. Megan yeah, Small is here. Join us, Megan Small. We're waiting Here's for you. No, no one It's all about to me right now. Okay, it's all about to me right now. No one else join. It's all about to me for the next three or four minutes. Let's go. Okay, hold on. Wait, I'm giving the name of my YouTube channel in the chat. Okay, no problem. No problem. Okay, all right. All okay, right, go. hello, guys. Um, My name is Tumi, and my YouTube channel is Tumi Yuki, and I basically am a vlogger i do like travel vlogs i talk about my own life i talk about jesus i talk about art i'm a digital artist so i studied animation so i draw cartoons wow. and draw comics and i love japan i love france i love history all that kind of stuff but i was also a former megan markle fan yeah. like, it's embarrassing to say that now but i'm a former megan markle fan and it got to the point where like i had a fan account yes i was sort of a sugar but i wasn't like obsessed you want a dangerous sugar no you weren't, no, ra I you weren't radicalized you weren't radicalized no, no because I've, I've i mean i've always had my own brain you know but i had a fan account that got to what twelve thousand followers in like six months something like that so yeah but literally right when megxit happened i was just done like i was like what the hell is going on and that's yeah. when i really started to i made my first video about megan and harry called like the downfall of megan and harry or something like that yeah. And it blew up on this on my YouTube channel, and then I made another popular video called Meghan Markle lying for five minutes straight, part one and part two. Oh my gosh. So literally, yeah, you kept that at five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So literally, like I was someone who's a fan is someone who can give a timeline of that person in the public eye or from when they came on the scene. So I think that I was a good person who was kind of so-called qualified, quote unquote, to give like a little timeline of her lies because from the beginning it was this pr package love story that we were sold of oh we met on a blind date and this and this and yada 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 but then literally the more and more they after they left the family like the more and more they just kept yada yada yadaing i got so exhausted with them because i used to make so many videos about megan i just got so tired and i was like yo i have my own life and i'm very interesting so i want to just keep talking about myself on youtube i don't want to keep talking about megan yeah. but paula brings yeah. me out of her retirement every week to like make a video and talk about her yeah take, but, take it take take it easy on megan right now because she's not eating very well yeah, oh yeah, that's what I yeah, yeah we're gonna talk about that that's yeah i heard she's 
uh, I always like to ask new panel members, what was what's your biggest Meghan Markle yikes moment? If you had to give us the top the top yikes moment that you've had from all the scandals, uh, there's one that is usually said as the top yikes moment, but I just I always like to put it out there. What is your top Meghan Markle yikes? Number, number one was the not many people ask me if I'm okay in South Africa because my parents are from South Africa, so it was just really annoying to see yeah. standing. You know that whole it was just so annoying. Number one, yeah. Um, number two. Is to me, it's the bad acting. Like when okay. you look at her face, when you literally look at her face as she's talking, like in the cut interview, the the writer said that it's like yep. she has a stage director in her mind telling her what to do. And when I look at her face, I literally look at her face. I see it. I see it. Like oh, Megan, act sad now. Oh, use this expression. Oh, look a little to the left. That'll look like I can see the wires moving, yeah. the gears moving in her head. So every time I look at her face while she opens her mouth to talk, I can see the bad acting. And even when yeah. she talks, like you know, when you watch a movie and you yeah. see that it's a ripoff of another movie, like there's yeah. a movie called Till Death Do Us Part that people call it like the black version of Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts because it's the exact same movie, okay. frame by frame, yeah, scene I get by it. scene. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So like whenever she talks, I see who she's copying when she dresses like somebody else. I see exactly what she's trying to do. So I just get so annoyed. It's, it is cringe. i tell you something yeah, else. The, uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I, I, I know her brother, and her sister, I would be pushing the Meghan Markle is a robot theory all day long. Okay? No but I, I'm pretty no sure way. Tom. I'm pretty sure Tom can clarify that you never seen any updated models arriving at the family home as they grew up. So no, no, I, it's it's definitely an, uh, a case of abduction from the uh, from the. Uh, listen, listen, aliens is an, if if it turns out she's a half lizard hybrid experiment, that would make it all make sense. I said this no, last. Because she doesn't act human, that's why. She does okay. not act like a normal human with like, like look at her. Like even when like she's not aware that we're looking, like the Invictus Games thing where she like <laughs> pulled open her shirt, like the dress a little bit and she was like overacting, all of that kind of stuff. Like when she's around kids, like she just doesn't know how to act. She gets super awkward. It's like, have you yeah. ever been in a social situation before? What's wrong it's with you? One tear left, I go with the microphone at the wet at the uh, funeral. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the number one. That's the number one Meghan Markle moment. Mm. Well, I will. You know me. what? You know what the Meghan Markle first moment for me was. Okay. Is actually when Samantha. It had nothing to do with Meghan. It's two yeah. things. Your letter that you wrote, and Samantha not being let inside. Buckingham Palace, you know, the most basic decent manners, the sister, whatever estrangement they have, allow her in to hand over the thing and not let her sit outside the palace in her wheelchair. That was it for me. The fact that nobody could see that and they vilified that woman instead of wondering what was going on, it, show you, it shows you how powerful the PR machine of Buckingham Palace is when they want to help somebody. Well, just before we dive into our first segment all about the mole and we trigger Paula and she goes off on one like an Avenger, I want to just introduce a new segment of the show every week, which is called Fun with AI. 
And this week I've been using AI to make thumbnails and here is some of the results. So we have, uh, <laughs> the, the request was Meghan and Harry looking like a clown, but it was meant to have King Charles laughing in the background, but this is what the AI produced. Beautiful, beautiful. The next I believe is from the, uh, the series where we, we, last week we discussed the concept of Meghan possibly being an alien. Mm -hmm. So this was the thumbnail we, that generated lovely, happy-looking Meghan Markle with uh, aliens reaching out in the background. And I think the AI nailed this one. I mean, that is a crazy smile we've got going on there, right? It's the yeah. eyes, isn't it? <laughs> and then finally, finally, we have this one, which is uh, the thumbnail I wanted was why did uh, why did King Charles let her do this to Harry. And then it was meant to be him laughing in the background at Meghan doing something. This is what it produced. But I, I'll tell you what, they really go in on the features of King Charles on every AI-generated thumbnail. So that concludes this week in what we made in AI, ladies and gentlemen. Let's uh, let's get tearing into some royals. That's what we're here for. Okay, so, you, so you guys, I'll, I'll pop back in in about 15 minutes, okay? No problem, mate. No problem. You have a good time. Thanks. Open invitation, Tom. No problem. All right, bye. So let's get a bit serious for a second. So Paula, of course, is our heavy hitter, and she's going to take us down a little story that is going to possibly, possibly this evening amount to one of our guests that's coming on. And I, it's been said to me as Megan's mole. This is all I know. It could be a beauty spot, but I think it goes deeper than that. So before we dive into your triggering moment, okay, and I, and I tell you now, <clears throat> If you've got seat belts on your couch, you're going to need them for tonight because Paula is going to lay in. And she is, I think we've seen her at like a seven on this channel. I think she's probably going to go up to a nine uh, this evening. And I'm, I'm scared. So, uh, Paula, tell us about the mole and what all of that means. Well, actually, I, I've been doing lives with Megan Small. She's amazing. She was demonetized because she dare criticize or say that Megan Markle had a moon bump. You know, a moon bump. Yeah, a moon bump. You know, like a fake belly. So she's been oh. demonetized. I thought you said moon bump. Like the shape of her bum was like a moon. That's what. Yeah, I that's what they call moon bumps. You know, because no, 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 but okay, bump, b u m p. I thought you said bum, b u m. No, she doesn't. She put ass. Put ass. Okay, right. Carry on with the story. Megan Small. Megan. Megan Markle. So, so she was demonetized. So we've been doing these lives. And but the person the video I did yesterday was actually about um, uh, I was directed to by the Royal Griffin. Actually, in her video, she asked you and and Sean because you do a segment about you know predators on uh, vulnerable teens and stuff yeah. like that. But since I'm here, you know, I'll I'll we'll talk about this, you know, and yeah. uh, and your take on this because I do know for a fact that in California, at the very least, and I think in most states. If a psychologist knows, if, if you have a, anybody below the age of 18 and they come to you about uh, X crime, S, S crime, you know, or any form of S abuse, um, she has to report it to the police. It is a penal code that... I think, that it, yeah, I think it covers, I think it covers a lot. Reporting. Yeah, does it not cover any crime, though? If I come in and say, oh, I feel this way because I've killed a bunch of people, um, are they not duty? No, 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 no. It's no, no, no. Apparently, no. But oh, okay. apparently, for for children up to okay. the age of eighteen, okay. 
a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, if, if they are informed or made aware of a crime uh, to the team. Yeah. It, they're duty bound. And it's, a, I even did a video and I posted the code that they're, the penal code that they're breaking okay. if they don't. That's right? what you it's call true. It. You, It's true. You have to mandatory report. So, like, if I come in and say, oh, my dad is, you know, beating me up or my mom is beating me up and the, the, the uh social the counselor doesn't say anything and something worse happens to me god forbid it's their fault they can be arrested because they broke the law yeah okay and yeah. it makes sense it makes it makes perfect sense that that's how it, it should be you know absolutely yeah. but yeah. not only that this psychologist this psychiatrist or whatever the hell she wants to call herself she was not only not reporting it but she was telling this vulnerable a ABUSED teens not to report it. Okay? okay. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. So we've got a psychiatrist who's telling kids not to report crimes against them. Yep. Okay. And not only that, her program is called the HA, which is a youth group that Harry and Meghan Markle, if you have the, the one that, if you have that article, and if you can pop it in, which is the, the article with Harry and Meghan Markle went to visit this AHA youth group in Santa Barbara. Because this is a very uh, a youth group. This is publicly funded, funded by the taxpayers in public schools. That this woman is allowed to have this youth group thing. So it's from the taxpayers of the United States of America. Okay. And by the way, from what I understood from the the Royal Griff, they haven't reported their taxes for ten years. So people should report them for tax evasion because where are the tax uh, thing? And secondly, because what this woman did wrong is um, this this um, reporter from the Daily Wire started investigating. And okay. she had I'm to find- post, I'm just trying to post a link for you. I'm having to change my account so Ragey doesn't call the police on somebody posting as an admin. Carry on, carry on. So, so this Daily Wire guy finally broke the article because he's been investigating this woman for, for quite a few months. I mean, by the time this guy posted it, it's, you know, what she did is she surrendered her psychologist license. Yep, I'm just posting the article now. Uh, anybody who wants to go and check out the Daily Wire article, Ray J, you can pin or do as you wish there, my guy. Uh, so we are talking about a psychiatrist who is in the paper has proven she's handed back her license for trying to tell kids not to report essay crimes, and they are linked as to have been working with or supported by Meghan and Harry. Is that no, just Harry and Meghan Markle went to see them on May 2023. They even took pictures with them and everything. I sent you that article too. Was that before or after she lost her license? Before, okay, and so I haven't heard Megan condemn it, and Megan knew because uh, they knew that they she had been investigated, and it is my firm belief, conspiracy theory or not, it's yeah. my firm belief that the reason why Megan Markle instead her her flat ass and, and Invictus and all those things <laughs> is because she knew, because this is so much fun, you know. I, I I did this thing. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to put the the viewers through this, but you gotta endure what we endure. Because Meghan Markle had the tick, and and Ron, you love this shit. You're gonna love this. I'm ready. You know, you know that the um, that the babysitter for Harry and William was their favorite nanny was called Tiggy Leg Burke. Mm -hmm. Tiggy. Tiggy, yep. and Meghan's uh, thing is called the tick, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a, no, no, but but uh, she says this. This is my. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to do this here. That's right. This is my. The name the Tig comes from a wine called Tignanello, but oftentimes it's mispronounced Tignanello. And I had a sip of this wine about six or seven years ago, and it was the first time that I understood what the 
meant when they said the legs, the structure of wine. It was such an, oh, I get it kind of moment that for me it became a TIG moment. That oh, stop, Megan! Ahas. Just like a fashion. That fashion is not just clothes. It can be art. It's such a TIG moment. So she talks is a hand, and I posted Meghan Markle visiting the AHA youth group, and then and then the yes, cringe so let me just let me just get this right so basically what we're what we're talking about here paula is another royal connected with an individual who seems to be advocating or in some way on the wrong side of kids and essay and actively making them or trying to get them to not report these crimes exactly and i really she surrenders her license because she's that much of an imbecile thinking that if she surrender her 42 year old license, cause she's been a psychologist for 42 years. Can you imagine? Yeah. She, and she admits that she posted in the blog that she surrendered it before they took it away. So where are the F is the police? People can call in California because just because she surrendered the license, it doesn't mean that everything she did prior to surrendering their license is erased. No, 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 no. The, the point I'm making there, right, is obviously for me in my background, any links to the anyone on the wrong side of the, the SA line, you know, people that are trying to stop it and people that are clearly not. Um, it's interesting because, again, we're dealing with the royals here. We're dealing with uh, already a very murky history with regards to child safety and all the rest of it. So it, it, it's interesting from that point of view, I would it'd be very interesting to see how many individuals come forward. Because usually in a case like this, when it hits the news, we get a whole list. And he said she's been doing this 40 years. It'd be very interesting to see how many more people speak out publicly about it. And something that I think we should keep an eye on, Paula, because those sort of uh, voices are the ones that tend to get lost after a story breaks. After, for example, we were talking about Savile last week, and uh, for many people, the story is what they've seen on the BBC, when in actual fact, there was hundreds of arrests and thousands of individuals and more than 500 victims. So <clears throat> we'll keep an eye on it. And uh, the, the, the worst part of it all is that in spite of the fact that she surrendered the license, she's still running that youth program called AHA, which is the same thing as Meghan Markle having her AHA moment. And, uh, and it's still being publicly funded by the schools. And not only that, now she's paying $10 to vulnerable uh, ethnic teens. So wait a minute. The woman who advocated for kids not reporting crimes loses her license, but she still works with kids and owns a kid's. She still, her program hasn't gone away. She just surrendered the license and now she's incentivizing them, paying them $10. You have to understand, and I know many people are going to say $10. You know what? $10 is a lot of money for homeless people or children that are in a very vulnerable situation that have no money. We're talking to McDonald's meals there, you know? Yeah, it's, it's quite scary because I wonder what, because obviously when we think about someone handing back a license, we think, oh, that's that's it over. But in actual fact, in a situation like this, she's opened herself up to less legal recourse by handing back her license and continuing working with these that's kids. Exactly. Because, that's exactly what the article because, said. Because whether or not you have a piece of paper, right? Dr. Phil kids, believe it or not, Dr. Phil a doctor. ain't a doctor. Okay. It's a brand and you know, that's a legal thing you can do. So for example, if you're a homeless kid coming to this woman for help, 
they're still going to see her as an authority figure, as a doctor, as somebody who is a parental figure, whatever you want to put it. And there's a condition, uh, it's something mindset, I can't remember, I've done a video on it, where people automatically uh, go off of what an authority, no, no, off off an authority figure and what they say, a doctor, a lawyer, police, all this stuff. And losing that license, she was governed with a license. She had to answer to a governing body. Now it's the wild fucking West. So really all we've done is advertised and given her. No, a, we a we're actually warning the parents. I don't mean us. I mean, her handing it back. That will give people more faith in the institution because they're like, Oh, this crazy doctor's away when in actual fact, she's still running it. And if they phone up and say, is this doctor still working with you? They can say, no, she isn't working here anymore because she isn't because she's no longer a doctor. There's so no, many loopholes. There's so many loopholes. And the horrible thing is, this is publicly funded by the taxpayers. Yeah. There's a lot and of you, there's a lot of taxpayers' money that goes missing. No, but it, this really triggers me. And really, I hate the word trigger, but this really upsets me because I have been, uh, I have gone through some violence in my life. It was a different type of violence, and I've gone to the police, and it's horrible when you go to the police and you ask for help and they deny it. But can you imagine be, being a minority? Yeah. Poor. Can I just, just answer a viewer question here? Uh, hearsay, show us the facts, please. We actually just posted the link to the article that goes over all of this. And so, not only that, not only that, the woman posted in her blog that she surrendered her license. Yeah. So uh, just Google it. I mean, I would I would just say Google it because we did post it. I'm just saying. Uh, so let's let's keep on track with the Megan's mole. Okay, to me before before we actually jump back into that, is there anything you want to comment on on any of that um, at all? Yeah, I mean, I think that I I vaguely like skimmed through that article and saw the video that I think you said the the royal grift did um, on the whole situation, and I think that it's very sad because again, these are minors, and minors go through so much where they feel oh, I can't even my parents already. Because I felt like that when I was a minor. So it's just sad when I, I could, literally couldn't even imagine somebody sitting there saying to me if I was, you know, S8 or whatever, A word. And they said, oh, yeah, you shouldn't talk about it. You shouldn't, you whatever. But it's like, bro, you are a literal authority figure that right responsibility over my life as a person who works in an institution. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know, <laughs> you nailed that to me. Carry on. Sorry, I was just having a. it's just very weird and i think the woman she said now that she's like a she's did she say she's like a sex therapist or a sex guru or something weird yeah now she's a sex guru because she also works with gwyneth paltrow gwyneth paltrow now she gave up her her therapist as a license as a therapist but she now she calls herself a sex therapist where she grooms girls into she grooms girls with a g into talking about pubic how to how to look after their parts so they look more attractive, if you know what I mean. And well, you- here's here's an interesting one, right? I I've spoken with uh, a school shooter, a guy uh, who a lot of you will, will know. His name's uh, Andy. Oh, what the hell is his name? I, 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 his name escapes me. Anyway, he before he shot up his school and was jailed, he went to his guidance tutor, his headmaster, his teacher, and none of them would listen about the bullying. And I just want to put out there, when authority figures let down the most vulnerable, it can have consequences that no one ever wants to experience. And 
Andy's story is very, very sad. Megan's mole has arrived. And my point there was just if if you're a, a person of authority and or any, if you're just a fucking grown up and kids need help, help. Otherwise, you're part of the problem. Megan's mole, here we go. Here we go. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. No, uh, thank you for having me. I mean, thank you to Paula for inviting me and thank you for having me on your channel. Thank you. Paula, Paula. You actually get your raster. Be honest, Megan Small. <laughs> Listen, I've always said this. Paula's the backbone of the show. She is the, the, the ass that does the kicking and I appreciate you so much for giving up your time. Before we dive into it all, tell us a little, I mean, Paula kind of covered it, but tell us a little bit about your royal journey, getting into, uh, you know, and royal narration on YouTube. Tell us a little bit about your story. Oh, my story. Well, it's kind of boring, but like every other person, I wanted to keep the facts factual about Meghan Markle and the BS that her team was putting out. And what really got me to start my YouTube channel was when uh, Meghan and Harry had signed their contract with Spotify and we were nearly a year and a half in with no content, nothing. Yep. And I basically just started my channel to show them like, hey, I'm a single parent with a full table. Like I've got lots of things to take care of. I don't have any staff. I don't have 26 producers like she did. And I just started my channel to show that like, hey, I can put content out there and I don't have all these people behind me. It's this simple. Yeah. And that they are just lazy effing grifters as they've been called. I mean, I don't think you're going to get any pushback on those points at all. I completely agree. Uh, we actually spoke a few weeks ago all about uh, how digital numbers and faking digital numbers can have an effect on podcasts and, um, yeah. you know, getting deals and, and sponsors and things like this. And, you know, there was a lot of evidence of them fudging numbers. So, uh, listen, we all know when it comes down to content, it doesn't matter if, if you're dedicated, that's when you make content. And yeah. there was really very little. And I think I think Spotify is a priming prime example. That entire uh, moment with Spotify is a prime example of how it, you can be super famous, but if you've no talent, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're totally right. I mean, I I have no cast enter and i'm drinking here so i got a little fumbly here <laughs> i had to grab a drink before it's I friday. Jumped. okay it's friday don't worry we're all we're all we're all having a cerveza don't worry <laughs> um so basically i just wanted to like make the channel make my youtube channel and just show that i can get work done and i don't need people behind me and within a year my channel has gone from zero to i think i have about fifty-five thousand youtube subscribers nice that's yeah, respect is, i think that's pretty Respectful. amazing and i got to thank all the subscribers too because without yeah. them i wouldn't be anywhere but i just wanted to show to people that you don't need 26 people behind you as long yeah. as you're willing to do the work you put a little bit of effort into it it can yeah. be done and really, my channel is all about just commenting and giving my opinion on the BS PR that they put out. And Nice. Well, listen, mm. I, I think a lot of, the, of our viewers will be going and partaking. Your link will, of course, be in the description when this plays back. And uh, Ray J can 
fumble about on the internet. And, oh, there he's already done it. He's already yeah. done it. Ray J, what a legend. Megan Small, I have to say, I love this. I says PhD in moon bumpology. Did you <laughs> like that? <laughs> I just want to say, just you, you're bringing up channel growth there and subscriber growth. And on that note, my link's also in the description. I've, I'm about 900 away from 10K. I would love to hit that for Christmas. So I'm mooching here. Anybody wants to go and subscribe to my channel, please do so. That'd be great. So, <laughs> getting getting into the the Megan drama, the side of things. Where where would you like to start this evening? Paula is like a like a hair trigger waiting to go off on a, on no, a. No, no, I already gone off. Megan's. I was talking about the the aha thing, the high youth group, and um, and how the Jennifer Freed, which is well, she's no longer a doctor, uh, uh, surrendered her license before mm -hmm. they took it away. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I was saying that how terrible it is to be a vulnerable teen hoping to get help. And you instead you get screwed over and worse. Well, it's just like uh, Harry getting involved with Gabor Mate. Right. He's another questionable weirdo crank, basically. My opinion, my thoughts. On it. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is a show about opinions. Or anything. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He goes but, in, oh, I regret doing the interview, but not because Harry was lying or this. I mean, it's because we shouldn't have charged or tell people to buy the book. It was, oh my God. But Harry wanted to do it for free, but the lawyer said no, because otherwise we would have been, uh, what was it called? A massive lawsuit. It's Harry's lawyers who would have sued Gabor Mate's ass because, mm -hmm. you know, it's Harry's lawyers who organized the deal. Yeah, well, it's probably Megan's lawyers, to be honest, right? Because they're the ones that are more crazier. I mean, I don't think Harry has any lawyers to depend on except for Megan's lawyers in in California. That's yeah, I, Harry, I, I really feel like he has just grabbed hold of Megan's hand and been led the whole yeah, way to America. Um, we have a fantastic... Uh, conspiracy theory that Harry's the genius. This is another brilliant one where Harry's the genius and he's using Megan to take control of America. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just throwing that one out there. I'm sure it would have been easier to take over America as a, like a, as a print in the brain situation. Have you ever yeah. seen that pinky in the brain? Of yeah. course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I think it would have been easier to take over America as a prince by himself going across their philanthropy and, you know, all over the place. Yeah. I think that would have been a smarter plan for sure. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. I mean, to be honest, his reputation was a lot better until Meghan got with him. And now look at it. He's less than Prince Andrew at this point. Less than hey, listen, that's that's a bold statement. But listen, let's get back <laughs> to some other actually the it's government cool. out and it says that Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I think it's uh, it's one of those ones. But listen, uh, Megan Small, why don't you educate us on uh, moon bumpology? Take us uh, down the moon. Are you bump sure you want me talking about? <laughs> yeah, of course. Too, too many. Fucking hell. Yeah, you need to. You need to. You need to swing. Swing hard to me. Okay, you need to swing hard. So don't don't ever feel not you can't chime up because yeah, you do that. Okay, carry on, carry on. No, my channel also got demonetized. Like I literally like was working a full-time job not talking about megan since january or february since february or something to that yeah. literally they had the whole car chase situation fake car chase i made like one short video about that 
and then was continuing with my life. Paula knows I went to France, came back from France. And then all of a sudden on July 31st, my grandmother's birthday, I get an email from YouTube out of nowhere that, oh, your channel's been demonetized. I'm like, what did I do? Removed. Did, you, did you get removed from the partnership program? Well, well, yeah, I don't even remember. They said that I'm eligible to, well, they sent me the email and said that I was able to appeal. And then the day that I appealed was like the last day. So let's say it's August 31st. Shh. And then literally on that day, they would not let me submit the appeal at all. Like the button was straight no. out or whatever. And I tried to talk to somebody who allegedly worked at YouTube who was full of crap. Yeah. They said, oh, you reuse other people's content without... Um, making any real exam like m making any real changes and i'm like how is that even reality <laughs> based on reality yeah, that, that's exactly why there's weird conspiracy theories about youtube youtube so if you're listening that right there is why people find it difficult to deal with you please sort it out if you were a bank nobody would bank with you i yeah. just want to say that now Basically, I had to wait until July 31st until October 29th is when I'm able to reappeal. And literally, yeah. look at my um, uh, el el eligibility. It says that, oh, I have the, the 4,000 hours of watch time. I have the amount of subscribers you need. I have no copyright strikes. I have copyright. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah. What's going on? Yeah, that's wild. That is wild. Yeah, YouTube has uh, removed um, about 137,000 subscribers worth of my capabilities on the platform. Um, it's it's fun. It's super fun. Um, so, yeah, I mean, getting demonetized, especially when effectively it's journalism and you're putting over an opinion, they'll look for any reason at all. Uh, so, yeah, I just want to say everything on this show is allegedly and uh, the, the opinions do not reflect the Sean Atwood channel. I just want to point that publicly out now. I'm just going to say that now. Um, not a coincidence that like when I made a video about Meghan and Harry's car chase, because like I just, all I did was show clips from like them sitting in the car outside to them like... Yeah outside being picked up by the taxi and leaving the venue they le they left the venue in a security van like literally in a four like four different security vans and then drove around the corner and got picked up by a taxi like the security vans do not drop you off outside of yeah. the on a street corner yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean so like when I unless they're dropping off a hooker <laughs> allegedly uh well listen Take us, take us through the PhD of the moon bombology. Educate us as if we're six-year-olds who have no idea what this is, and uh, yeah, please, please take it away because I'm, I'm very interested to hear uh, what this is because again, I'm just winging it on this panel. I do Where not. Do you want me to even start with this? Well, give us, give us. I'm assuming this this all ties in with fake pregnancies, right? This is all to do with was she pregnant? Wasn't she pregnant? Is that what it is? Have I guessed yeah. right? Yeah, she wasn't that's pregnant. That's my opinion. Okay. I, that's basically what it. I think Toomey wants to say something before I. Get okay, Toomey. Oh, sorry, Toomey. I agree. I I agree. So you, you do. So wait, 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 because I get told I'm crazy for my theory. So what what are we seeing here? That our kids don't exist, or someone else had the someone else had the no, kids. No, no, no. The kids are real, but okay. I don't think she carried them. To tell you the truth. Okay. 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 And this is where the moon bump comes. Please, yes. Megan Small, take it away because I love your videos. You know, I laugh all the time, especially when you do the short takes. I mean, I really do piss myself laughing. Yeah, watch the short takes because those are going to be transferred onto X since I have to remove them all off my channel and everything. 
But basically right. what it comes down to is that Megan has two illegitimate children within the line of succession. Okay. The UK public and the entire com and all the Commonwealth countries, everyone deserves to know the truth about these children, considering they are listed within the line of succession. I, I agree. Right. I mean, we have seen in the royal family um, throughout history, anytime there was a royal birth, the birth announcement that's placed outside of Buckingham Palace or whichever palace always has four witness doctor signatures on it. This has been a tradition throughout the royal history. The okay. queen had to do this with each of her um, when she had birth, when she had given birth to her children, every single birth announcement had four witness signatures. The same goes with Princess Anne, Princess Catherine, um, Princess Margaret, everyone. But the only child to not have any witness signatures on their announcement placed outside of Buckingham Palace is Prince Archificial of Sussex. Damn. And, li and Lily and, and this a bit of, of Sussex. And so, do you think it's, oh, and I'm just going to throw a spanner in here because okay. I, do you think maybe there's traditions that predate surrogacy that was a reason why it, it didn't happen? Because, well, according to like royal history, of course, yeah. you have to prove that the child is born from the body of the woman. Woman, because of course. The prince, this is the next king. You have to prove that she actually gave birth because there was a rumor that once upon a time in some royal family, a baby passed on and then yeah. the baby out of the window and snuck somebody else's baby in through the window through a basket. Something yeah, that was the warming yeah, candle incident. That's sense. why you have to have doctors now witnessing it. Yeah, you not only that, royal births used to be witnessed, like they used to have like a room full of people. Yes. All the royals used to come and sit there and watch. And by the way, just to clarify something, it was law up till 1948 that the Home Secretary had to be present along with two other government officials and the doctor who would need to sign the document that testifying that they saw the birth, the queen give birth and that the child came out of the body and that the child was alive. And, yeah. that, and, and But the queen in 1948... I decided to they 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 gave up that law and they said but we're gonna put in protocol we're gonna put an easel easel outside i learned that word with the okay. signatures of the people who witnessed the birth of the child okay. with all the details but it was law up till 1948. yeah i mean it makes sense when we're talking about royals and history and all that kind of stuff there's loads of mad laws it kind of makes sense it seems a bit barbaric obviously in this day and age of course mm -hmm. uh so but it's, it's an it's a very interesting discussion because if we talk about a royal who legitimately couldn't have children and then in this day and age chose to use a surrogate how all of the royal traditions would apply to that modern science is actually one of those like like bar debates that we could all argue over quite quite well paula mm -hmm. let's go i'm quickly going to nip to the loo so keep it keep I it going to tell you something parliament makes a dispensation mm -hmm. about it if you inform parliament that there's an impediment or something like that, and the woman can't conceive or they, they can actually make a dispensation, but you have to advise parliament of it. And parliament can actually say, you know what, because of it's something that's, that's beside themselves, you know, or that they, they can't help, they can grant a dispensation and the person can be in the line of succession as long as 
you know, it's part of the royal. For example, if Meghan couldn't have children, but Harry could, and if because of that they have to use a surrogate, then you know they, they inform Parliament because, of course, it's something that Meghan couldn't help herself herself with, you know. And they say we're going to use a surrogate, and Parliament gives consent, and then they could have added. My issue with that is not whether or not it's the deception, the lies. Yeah. Exactly. No, you're totally right. You're completely right. And the thing is, is, okay, I got to be careful of my wording here a little bit. Just say allegedly. Just say allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, in my opinion. Look, at the end of the day, um, the people of the UK, the Commonwealth, and everyone basically deserve to know and are entitled to see proof of the legitimacy of these children because they are within the line of succession to the British throne with royal titles. If they didn't have any of those, if they just left them as Master Archie and whatever, then it doesn't matter. But the fact that these children are within the line of succession and Lilibet, no one's ever seen Lilibet. She was born in America. I mean, how can she be within the line of succession and titled as Princess Lilibet of Sussex? Exactly. And nobody in the royal family has ever seen her, ever. And the worst part of it all is Meghan's mother is that the, the details that Meghan gave about birth of Archie do not match with what Harry said in his spare book, which is supposed to be a biography, and he was supposed to be there. So the details that they gave do, do not match up. Now, the doctor who supposedly delivered Lily quit her yeah. practice without notice and doesn't treat anybody else. And she's very young. Okay, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me throw this at you. What does this mean to you, to, to you three? Like, what do you think that any of that means? What would it mean for her to have a surrogate? Do you think this is a purposeful way of fulfilling her plan, breaking away from Harry, and then the big story being, well, my kids aren't royals. You don't have any rights over them. I mean, what, what do you think is her well, that's plot? exactly her, her angle. She's of course. She's always going to have her, her connection to a royal family now, right? Her children being labeled as prince and princess. So Megan's going to ride that coattail and use her children as checks. And then on top of that, if the royal family tries to take away the prince and princess titles. There's been tons of stories that Meghan and Harry's staff need to refer to the children as prince and princess. There's been lots of allegations that you cannot talk to those children unless you call them prince and princess. So they're being conditioned at a young age from their narcissistic mother that they are more special than the other children in this world by being labeled as prince and princess. And then if the royal family turns around and says, well, we're going to take this away from you. You're not prince and princess. Megan's going to turn around and be like, look at how evil and mean the royal family are. Look at how they're treating my children. My child, And then she'll probably throw the whole, my children are mixed race and have black heritage in them. And she's going to pull all that. She's going to say they're racist. They're, it's constantly a victim narrative for her to play. It's constantly a manipulation of her being the victim and then her children are going to be the victim and look at how they're treating my kids. It's all being the victim and trying to make her seem like she's so hard done by when she, really she's the one who's constantly causing the shitstorm. 
What, 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 are, what are your thoughts on the possibility of Megan having blackmail material of Harry, whether it's him in the house, you know, taking self-medicating and things yeah. like this, embarrassing footage? What do you think the, the likelihood of having a controlling element over Harry based off of the possibility 100%. of uh, Well, going back. 100, very, very likely, because if you remember, Harry and Meghan in their earlier days, like their first and second dates, they met at Soho House. They met at a hotel. So, and we saw from the Netflix movie, uh -huh. the wine-a-thon that they had, that Meghan was taking photos from... Paula. Hi, I'm Paula. Nice to meet Paula. <laughs> American party there, man. Um, <coughs> um, yeah. Sorry. So we Strength. saw in the Netflix show that Megan was taking photos from the day, like very early on, right? Now, in my opinion, being the fact that Megan and Marcus Anderson are very close and they're very conniving and very sneaky, it is my opinion that maybe Megan got Harry and Marcus in some positions that maybe they weren't supposed to be in or dressed yeah. up or in some kind of sexual act, like a roasted yeah. chicken, and she's <laughs> holding this over his head. hundred percent. And to be honest, we could, we could speculate on that, but I, I, at least we're in the same ballpark because I think she is the definition of insurance policy. Now, Timo, you, uh, Timo, oh, Jesus Christ, to me. <laughs> You um, it looked like you were going to say something there. What were you want to chime in on this? To what um, you first talked about with um, Megan's mole about what it means to us about her getting this. Yes. About does she does she not have a moon bum? Does she does she not did she did she not fake a pregnancy? I think had Megan, if allegedly, if hypothetically speaking, from Tumi's mouth, if Megan could not have kids. Yeah. That that would have actually, because she's all about advocacy and shining a light and, oh, I had a miscarriage, I'm erasing the stigma. Don't you think that that would have changed the tide of so-called conversations that we have to have about women kids? And don't you think that people would find, like, sympathy and empathy for her if she couldn't have a kid, if she was honest about if she couldn't have a kid? But I think to, like, like, like Megan Small said, legitimize herself. Yeah. But not, Do you think maybe paycheck, in my opinion. She just wants a steady foot and connection to the royal family. So I mean if Megan had opened the door and said, Look, I used a surrogate because I am having troubles conceiving, she would have made so many fans because there are so many women that have to deal with those kinds of issues. It's a real yeah. issue amongst women. I think they, the problem is Megan has an issue with reality. I think yeah. reality is harder to control than yeah. a false narrative. Yep. And she screams out to me as somebody, I mean, for, I mean, if I was a freaking marketing manager who was hired by Megan at the start of all this, it would be like, we were going to use the Princess Diana business plan, okay? We're going to be in the public eye, doing the right things, lifting the stigmas on things. We're going to fool Diana this. And they went the opposite way, okay? Mm -hmm. They went... Um, narcissistic queen of freaking yeah. the damned way and i i honestly think that uh with how this is going to play out i don't think that there's going to be one stone she's she's not going to have a, a card to play on and we it's it's scary it's scary because she is a master of this an absolute master of it and faking the pregnancy whether it was for her not being able allegedly um not being able to have kids or whatever the alleged reason would be 
think it's easier for her to live a hundred percent lie than ever for a second contemplate being real because really that's what people gravitate towards and we we, we've nothing to gravitate towards megan at all you know so life in an alternate reality like she thinks her life is a disney movie if you listen to what she talks about Yep. She talked about like she expected the royal family to be something like Princess Diaries, or she expected her life to be like the Little Mermaid, and she lost her voice. Or she's been, like she's always making references to Disney movies, and that just, in my opinion, shows me her level of maturity and shows me that she still thinks like a child, basically, like she's stuck in a twelve-year-old's body, basically, a mindset. Because yeah. her behavior and her actions don't, don't really line up with a 52-year-old I mean, 42-year-old woman. I know what you did. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting point that you raise because fantasy and reality are, are something that a lot of people in their lives are in it. Tom, I muted you because it sounded like you'd thrown us into a cement mixer, mate. So I've unmuted you now. Um, well, I, I am. What, What's, what's dangerous, though, is when you're an eight-year-old girl or you're an eight-year-old boy and you aspire to be like living in a Disney film, that's cute and it's endearing. Yeah. But when you're a fully grown woman who is effectively a destructive force of nature, allegedly, um, it's quite scary because she's getting it, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, she's getting that, that fantasy world because her world is inside our own, our own fantasy. And for a narcissist, it's very hard to derail. I mean, she could quite easily end up an eight-year-old woman living under a bridge, still combing her hair with the last royal hairbrush that she's, had, she's got, like talking and doing interviews to, to traffic cones. And she would still, in her head, it's all real. And I mean, it could get, she is the, defin the definition of a narcissist, but could quite easily graduate to cra crazy cat lady or crazy pigeon lady in Home Alone 2 real fast. Real Chicken fast. I compare it to, I say, Megan wishes she was Ariel the mermaid, but she's really Ursula. That's yeah. I think Ursula's got too much clout either. Even Ursula, I mean, Ursula's got quite a good cult following there. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I need to go. I need to find a new, a new, a new one. But I, I think I think you should have said Crazy Chicken Lady. <laughs> nah, you, you don't remember the Crazy Pigeon Lady from Home Alone? I'm not alone in this. Oh, I gotta say, I love those cockadoodle doo pictures you send me. <laughs> Uh, so again, wait a minute. Are you guys sending each other pictures that I'm not aware of? Yeah, we're flirting. We're <laughs> we definitely are. Yeah, that's that's Tom's special paid content that we'll talk about at the end of the show. That if uh, anyone wants to go and sign up to the can, exclusive heel and foot pins. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do. I'll do just about anything for a dollar ninety nine an hour. <laughs> Hell yeah! So, uh, Tom, listen, we're we're, we're talking we're about one of your paintings, Tom. We should auction one of your chickens. What? We should auction one of your big cocks. That's what. 
Damn! Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about poultry people here. We're talking about poultry. Okay. I'm, I'm putting I'm putting my shorts back on. I'm putting my shorts back on. Exactly. You didn't. You got the wrong. You got the wrong email. Um, so let's. We were talking about the possibilities of Megan faking the pregnancies and all this kind of stuff. As uh, someone who has more more insight into Megan's life, what do you think the realities of that are? Do you think there's anything to back it up? And it's okay if your opinion is different from anybody who's made hours of content proving their opinion. You're allowed to have a difference of opinion. It's okay. What are, what is your five bucks on the whole Megan fake the pregnancy theory? Oh gosh. Well. I'm going to have to, uh, you know, I, I like to just put things together in perspective and put the pieces yeah. together to take the least path of resistance to an outcome that actually makes sense. And yeah. I would I would have to probably bet a pretty big wad of money in Vegas on the fact that they were both uh, grown in Petri dishes. Oh, really? So you're you're on team... Hang on, let me just take that logo off of poor uh, Paula's head. <laughs> let, me just, let, me just, let me just take off for a minute. There we go. Uh, so you're, you're, on, you're on side with this. So that's very interesting. I did not expect that well, from being... Well, no, so, I mean, when, when you look at the pictures of, you know, the pregnancy pictures and her yeah. holding it constantly and protecting it and not letting anybody yeah. touch it ever, it just adds up. And the first one, the the two week late delivery by helicopter to Frogmore, I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I think I mean I, I think the helicopter is much. I mean I'm 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 dialed in on that a little more. I think the protective over the belly and stuff. I can write that off as Megan just being. This is a photo opportunity. Where's the best place to put my hands? Right here. And I'm just playing devil's advocate here because I, I fully think that you're uh, you're right on this theory. Um, so. <laughs> Tom, can I just say, pregnant women, like I've been pregnant before myself, yeah. um, we usually rest our hands on top of our belly. We never really hold the bottom of our belly when we're pregnant. Well, you, only have to, you only have to hold the bottom when the straps are loose, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that's a really, really good point. And um, her also always, like, bending to the ground, kneeling to the ground, squatting, actually, not kneeling, squatting onto the ground at like eight months pregnant, nine months pregnant in stilettos. Yeah. I'm, surprised she, I'm, surprised, I'm, I'm really surprised. I'm surprised she didn't do that Russian dance where they drop and kick and drop and kick and drop. She was, and wearing, kick. She was wearing stilettos at eight months pregnant. That's what? the most suspicious part of this. Yeah, there is a- video. And she never needed any help getting up. Oh, you, ever, you, ever, you ever seen a, I mean, I've, I've had kids. I've experienced an eight month pregnant woman. And I'm telling you, in heels, I just, I just can't see it happening. I just can't see it happening. No, I gotta say something. I mean, when, when I, I, I was even playing volleyball. You can squat, but you have to open your legs because the, 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 the belly get. You can't keep your legs closed because you have to make space for the huge belly. It's physically impossible yeah. for you. Yeah, it's an eight month with your legs closed because otherwise you fall back. Yeah, Sid's going insane because I have a thing here, you know, and I'm not giving and it to the other. The other, the other telltale sign is that she didn't get, gain any body weight in her face, her arms, or anywhere else. There's After the birth, she did. Just <laughs> yeah. there's a video of her um, when she and Harry went to go sign the book of condolences, like where yeah. she's all black, like when she was still before Archie was born at New Zealand yeah. House, and she's okay. all kneeling on the ground like she's wearing a high that's right before she went on maternity leave quote unquote or 
Yeah, I mean, just just for anybody, you know, who's just tuned in or whatever, we're, we are discussing the theory, the alleged theory of Megan using surrogate <laughs> or petri dishes or the mothership just beaming down two pods, whatever it is, um, and our fake bump. And it's interesting because I've been around a pregnant woman, and it's, oh it's pretty insane. But I would say the whole putting on weight and things like this i'm going to write that off as well i've experienced that like like you wouldn't even know someone was pregnant from the bum pup if you've seen a photo there was no weight added so i'll write that off as well but, but the, the squatting and wearing heels that is not even that the heels is the fact that she had her legs closed you can't squat because you have a huge space. You have to open your legs to make for the space of the belly. And Harry, no. put a volleyball. Try to put a volleyball right. in your stomach, and try to squat with your legs closed all the way down. You'll fall back. You won't be. How about, how about a medicine ball? Harry, yeah. But what? A medicine ball. Yeah, a medicine ball is a bit more more accurate. That's but that's a really good point. So again, we're not. I'm not a biology teacher. I'm just saying. You you are right. I mean, eight month pregnant women—it's an ordeal, and squatting, I'm sure, is the last thing on their freaking mind, and especially would, in heels. Yeah, she would always squat knees perfectly together, like "Hi, everyone, how's it going?" No. What? And then what happens? And I think I think it hands nothing. It's just weird. Like I've never. Yeah. Seen yeah. And I also I also think it took a lot of extra time because <laughs> because uh, Me Megan wouldn't let. Harry, look at any dirty magazines at the Spone during uh, Spone during clinic. Oh man, I just want to say, yeah, listen, we if you just find us again, we're uh, we're just talking about the the, the theory, the alleged Show theory. Thank you, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're 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 all having a few drinks, and we're uh, we're discussing this, like I say, the theory of the, the fake babies. And like I say, I was hoping for Tom to come in and be like, "Well, no, I don't really think it's possible." But that blindsided me because, because Tom, has, no. Tom has he's a thinking man. I mean, no moon, no belly moves around like a jello bag, like a boxing yeah. thing, you know, when you're walking. That's true as well. For those of you who don't know, for those are Megan Small, she has an amazing video about that one. And I mean, yeah. she's a slow motion one, which is... Yeah, it's, yeah. Not like, it's not like a gut. It's not like a gut hanging down, people. A pregnant belly is solid. It's And the yeah. worst part is, it gets to the point, right, where the baby is inside, right? And you start seeing like this going yeah. across belly and little hands. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. But I mean, it's amazing. Okay. Man, the it other, is. the other, the other telltale picture was when she did oh, squat so. down one time, and it folded, it folded over like a like a rubber like beach ball. <laughs> bellies don't do that. Yeah. Belly, yeah. Bellies don't have creases in them. When you when you squat down, there's not going to be a crease in your belly like a like a deflated beach ball folding yeah. over. Mm -hmm. So. Ron sometimes forgets that he's talking to a group of adults here who probably all had children, and I'm educating no one on hard belly status and all that kind of stuff. So I'm just saying. But again, it, it does all point to that. So again, what do you think, Tom, would be the reason for this? Do you think it's because she couldn't have her own kids? Do you think it's part of the mega Megan, mega Megan plan? Or do you think that she's too good to put her body through that? What, 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 where do you stand on the whole theory? Um, I'm going to say that it's a little bit of, of just about everything. She's She didn't want to put her body through it. Um, and she definitely, definitely wanted to uh, drop a gigantic, unremovable anchor into Harry yeah. and her position. 
So yeah, well, that, at, that at, be... at all costs, she, I mean, what, 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 whether or not it was a surrogate or however it was, um, I, I, I don't think that she gave birth to them because it's missing signatures, first of all, yeah. on the birth certificate. And, yeah. and, you know, it's just, it just doesn't add up. I'm the sorry. Lies around the birth time, we went to the hospital. Oops, no, we're actually back on time. The baby was born at 5 a.m. Like the baby was born at 2 a.m. By the time we announced she's going into labor, we're already back. It's why do you have to lie? I tell you what, to me, take us through that little period there. Take us through the 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 birth timeline issue, because I think that's quite prevalent to just reinforce to the viewers. Because it's not just fake bellies, it's not just signatures. There is inconsistencies with stories. Are you, are you able to take us through a little bit of the the drama behind the birth story? Yeah. So Megan, whenever Megan would be asked about her due date also, like she would give these vague answers. She would be like, it would be February. And she'd be like, oh, we just have like a, a few more months. And then, oh, we're, the baby's going to be born in, you know, March or in the spring. And then the baby's born in like, but if you say March, March, like Mar you can do a count backwards to nine months. But it just seems she did herself didn't know when the baby was even going to be born. Does anybody else remember that? From when she was pregnant, you guys did. I was you're breaking up a little bit, uh, a little tiny bit. Oh. Um, but I, what, I guess what you're saying there is that the, the, the due date kept changing, right? And again, that that is very suspicious. Again, you go to the doctors and they tell you when your due date is. I mean, there's not much, you know, change from that. Yes. And not to mention that she holds those kids like they belong to somebody else. Else, she. It, the first time that the first picture that came out of her and Harry and her holding the child, it looked so unnatural. Like there was no bonding there whatsoever. Okay. But with the due date, with the, with the birth, um, when the Royal family had announced Megan had gone into labor, Archie had already been born according to her. So then all of like two hours, oh, she gave birth and everything. Oh, it's been like it's it's it hasn't even been that long, and then it's like oh they're fine, everything's fine. Then we find out later in like Finding Freedom or whatever for whatever reason yeah. that Megan and Harry decided to basically have the baby some privately or whatever in Portland Hospital, so they claim, and then come back and then announce to the rest of the family that Megan and Megan had gone into labor. Or that that all makes sense, and I, I think. We've got to remember the narrative is Megan wants the clout for having the baby, but none of the issues having a baby if she can allegedly have them or not. Tom, I just want to say I muted you. I'm going to unmute you. If you can mute yourself because we get a little bit of feedback uh, because the sound's bouncing around in your car and then coming through the mic again, that's all, mate. So when you're not talking, if you could mute yourself, that would be fucking amazing. Oh, um, I'll, just, I'll just try to control myself. How about that? Yeah, no, no, it's not you talking. <laughs> it's, it's when I'm when one of us is talking, it's coming out your speakers and then your oh, mic. Oh, it's my air conditioner. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. It sounds fine now. It was just when Tuba was talking. So for me, we have to, and again, it's really easy to have fun and speculate, but we have to look at the grand picture and the reasons why. So Megan, in this alleged made up story that I'm pulling out my backside, 
if she can't have kids, right? She doesn't want to, uh, you know, say that publicly. She has a secret surrogacy. She has her children, all the rest of it. When you start dropping in things like you feel like there's no connection with those kids, Tom, right? It really backs up the whole kids are props. It's a bigger picture for her. And they're just a pawn in her narrative. Because if we're just going to all play along with the bump um, theory, and you've thrown in the fact that you feel, and again, I, I'm trusting what I, I trust what you say when you look at your own sister and you have experienced her in emotional and non-emotional states to go, I don't think she has a connection there. This all looks fake. I think you have the, uh, a little bit more of a, a, a clout hammer in that field than any of us. And when she was younger, there was a picture of her with my uh, with my first son, Thomas. And the way that she looked at him was like, ew, you know? when you know like i guess you know she just like didn't want anything to do with kids from a young age on so i can't i just usually everybody likes little babies who doesn't like little babies well, that's, that's it that's it they're, they're yeah. adorable you don't you don't just sit there and stare at them with and, and keep your hands far away from them like ew don't touch me so, yeah. No, I get it. They're, they're, they're adorable. Big shout out to uh, baby uh, Ziggy Atwood right now, who is uh, killing it in life right now. Big shout out to the boss's son. Um, but it's really quite disturbing, Tom, when we, we, we sort of have this picture of disconnection to our own children. That paints a, a recipe for, dis for disaster. I mean, don't get me wrong. In the long history of the royals, the, loyal, the long history of the upper class in the British history, it is traditional for boarding schools, for nannies, for all these kind of things. But it isn't 1850 anymore, and she's far from being mm -hmm. uh, in the upper echelons of the British culture and society. But do you really think, right, that this woman is capable of creating children without having to go through any of the problems for future pawns in her long con? Well, I'm going to just put it this way. Given her track record from lying about everything since day one, about being an orphan, an only child, poor, doing everything herself through life, which all turned out to be all lies, yeah. right? They did. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Yeah. And with all the controversy, the photos, um, and millions of other people and their input about, I mean, you just, like I said, you put the pieces together and you come up with the most logical explanation that you can come up with personally so, so we're literally we're, we're going we're just we're reverting to the data this isn't even necessarily your opinion we're just going with the data and that is basically how i feel you know if yeah. we look at the data it all yeah. adds up to be a big conspiracy now um Megan's let me add one more thing real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. add away and her disassociation with those children yeah is just is just beyond negligence in my opinion i mean i would not be traveling the world when i have two young kids at home and just leaving them there all the time all the time that you never they never leave that house ever yeah, which is just so bizarre like look at william the other day at a at a soccer match i believe and he was sitting there with um george, uh, george and he's like you know oh, like you. upset at him about something but he's being a parent and his son is with him and not only that, you know, like I remember when I went to Cuba, Hendrik was only one years of age. And I remember going to Cuba and I, I didn't take him. And and we were there for only like five days. And I just 
I miss them so much. And every time, ever since, ever, whenever I go to some place, I want to bring my kid because I want my kid there. I want him to yeah. experience that. You know, it's like, I, and, and and for example, Catherine right now, she's not going to the earth shot price, which really upsets me because we won't get to see her wear a beautiful dress. But she's doing it because her kids are, are on holiday for two weeks for school. So she's staying behind with the kids. We see them traveling everywhere with the kids. Even Eugenie and her husband are taking pictures with the kids, you know, like they go vacation. That's the fun part of having kids. You take them with and you want to take them wherever you went before. You know, it's yeah. like, you want to show my kid, you're wrong. I mean, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. And don't get me wrong. It's it's one of those things. There'll be, there'll be a busy schedule where the kids can go on some, they can go on others. But we're talking about private planes. We're not talking about the Royals going on booking yeah. on Virgin Airlines. And it's not like these, these are lacking. Yeah, it's not like they're lacking in seats. So I, yeah, I think yeah. I think your point is it's really prevalent because I think a lot of us go into the default mode of, a, a, you know, single mums or a normal family or whatever, and we judge people based off those standards when really we are talking about the flexibility to bring your kids on a private jet and take them to work and travel the world and all these things. And it's, it, is, it is quite eye-opening and quite sad. Now, just before we go on into this, uh, uh, Megan Small, yeah. before, we, before we wrap up the bump scenario, have you got anything else you want to hit us? Because you're the only qualified bump uh, PhD qualified. We do have, we have, we have Mr. Markle here. Who, uh, he, he qualifies from a family point of view, but you, you've got yeah. the credentials. You've got the doctorate. Okay. Is there anything you want to, anything else you want to hit us with on the bump or even on the whole um, alleged uh, conspiracy or reality of why she, she would do this? Just finish off our, this little segment with, with, uh, with that PhD for us. I think we, so far, what we've said, we've hit on every single topic. And the one big thing with me is that with Megan, she always wants to be replicating everything Diana has done. She wants to be Diana 2.0. And the fact that Megan didn't want to pose in front of the Lido wing, holding a newborn baby in front of the world's cameras, says oh, yeah. a lot to me. That's... Right? actually quite damning like if the this was a that, that she lied also she lied she said that in the oprah interview that she didn't want to have the pictures taken at the portland because she would block the emergency exit uh entrance <laughs> and the portland doesn't have any emergency oh, yeah. just just like the queen told her to get in the taxi ahead of her do you know what i'm saying i'm sure she was real concerned about emergency exits um so look who was that was that megan, megan yeah carry on sorry I just wanted to also make the big point that the fact that I mentioned that I have ordered six moon bumps going from oh, hell yeah yes I yeah, have show them to me I have two of them sitting on my couch right now so I've ordered six of them ranging in price and shape oh. material like quality as well. They range from the cheapest one I bought is about $67. And the most expensive one that I bought is about $480. And what, I'm, and what I'm doing is that I mentioned on my YouTube channel that I would be doing a test of these bumps just to show, you know, educational purposes, just to show how a woman acts with a real bump and how a woman acts with a moon bump, a prosthetic. And not oh. 
even six hours later, my channel got entirely demonetized. Oh, that's, that doesn't that's, tell you something. If that isn't a red flag to you right there, then I don't know what else is. Now, I don't know if it's Megan who's trying to like shut me down. And I got noticed that if I want my YouTube channel to be back up and monetized in January when I reapply, all my moon bump videos and everything need to be removed. And I shouldn't be speaking about it moving forward. Well, in all in all honesty, all you need that would be the flying monkeys. All you that. need is a, a relaunch marketing strategy where you prepare for monetization, but you've no, I'm very angry. I am very no, I am very angry. Yeah, I can't well, believe freedom. that we're going in censorship. I I mean, I can't believe this shit. And you know why it makes me so angry? Because we know that UK Parliament writes to social media to to demonetize certain channels when their topics right. they don't like. Whether you like Russell Brand, and I want to make it very clear that I she's don't off. Oh, she's off. Here we go. Or screen. Here we go. I don't care about um effing Russell Brand. I think he gives me the creeps. That guy needs a shower. Every time I look at him, oh. I, mean, I see the bugs coming out. That's irrelevant. <laughs> but the fact that that the UK Parliament, that the head of whatever the hell it is, Ministry of Culture, whatever the hell you want to call it, is writing to social media, demanding for him to be demonetized yep. based on unproven allegations, yeah. while protecting the name of people who who they're not supposed to know. I get it. That says a lot. And for people to understand what censorship, I remember Sean, we did a live with Sean Atwood was there and he told us that he ended up at the police station. I'm like, are you serious? I, I know you guys told me. We need to, yeah, we need to watch what we're talking about with that. But yeah. But what, what I'm trying to say is I believe you, but yeah. the fact that you ended up there. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me the fact that Megan Small for making something that's parody and most likely true, you know, while Megan Markle is defrauding the whole country and the world and the royal family lying on her behalf because they've been complicit all along with this. Because I'm pretty sure that at some point the royal family thought, oh shit, she's lying about this. And instead of exposing, hello, Tina, hello, Tina, Hi. instead of exposing this VIP. They went along with her narrative, which now makes them complicit, and now they have to ride that wave again. So we have Megan Small, who's given her opinions, which are actually, at this point in time, I hate it when people call, call it conspiracy, because there's more than enough evidence. Yeah, but that's not how you, you, you choose. No, 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 no woman, according to that stupid ginger winger wanker Harry, goes who is a geriatric pregnancy within two hours, considering back and forth driving, goes and gives birth to a child with an epidural, humping a, a ball, getting in a bathtub, and then goes back home all within two hours, according to Harry. Yeah, it sounds crazy, but I mean... Sorry, I'm angry. It just pisses me off because Megan Small should not be demonetized for speaking her opinions. Sean yeah. should not be going through the shit he's going through. Tommy should not be enduring this thing. And all of this, yeah. I love you, and I'm sorry I'm going to say this, all of this because your sister is very skanky. And and she, but the reason why she's so no, powerful... Not because she's skanky, because she's Tommy. fucking powerful. She is, she's clearly got power and clout. God, the people backing her, and, the, and I'm very happy to say that the people backing her might suddenly find themselves in a very surprising situation. I'll talk yeah, to you. The surprising situation, and I, I'll, I'll bet at 20 bucks. Like, she reeks well, of all the... will be short. 
all of the conspiracies that we want to throw out there, like real conspiracies about uh, secret government, secret societies, she falls into the category of all of it. I just want to point out, like, she is Illuminati queen material. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think she's yeah, too cringe. I think she's too it cringe for even that. It makes me upset, Ron, because look at Mr. Markle. And you know what? I, I have well, hang, hang on one second, Paula, one second. There's nothing currently happening with Sean. None of this is uh, currently going on. This was all stuff that happened in the past. Yeah, this is when there was um, issues but in the past. look at Mr. Markle. Look at Thomas Markle Jr. Look at Samantha Markle. Look at the chaos this woman has brought into this family. Because the royal family went along with her little lying game. Okay. Now, I, I, Mr. Markle has had two heart attacks and a stroke, and people thought it was he was faking it. And you know what? It breaks my heart. I have was even critical, of Mr. Markle, at some point because you start doubting everything because so much on the press, you know. <laughs> no, Tom, I'm serious. There's so much crap on the press, and I, yeah. and I was like, and then I'm thinking, he's a father. I'm a mother, and I I don't spoil my kid, but I do pamper him. And I'm thinking. What people are whenever Meghan Markle does something terrible, it's because yeah. of Miss Markle. But whenever she does something good, oh, Doria did a fucking job. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Before, before we continue Operation Mega Red, okay. Uh, Tom, I'm getting feedback from your your mic again. And uh, aftermath, welcome. How was your Hi. week? Tell us, just tell us how your week's been. Thank you for coming and joining us. I'm assuming you know everybody on the panel. Um, Tumi is one of our rotating panel members. Megan's Mole, you've now got a standing invitation every Friday. If you want to come back and have a rant on a Friday, you're more than welcome to come back to Why the Fuck Not. Um, so feel, feel, hey, feel. Before, before we are, get into that with the aftermath, I just got to run here because I got to go grab my little one, if that's okay. Of course. Listen, I, thank I'd you. I'd so love much. to join again, like, next yes. time. Was awesome. like, uh, we'll add you to our we WhatsApp group and we'll get the ball okay. rolling on that. Speak, go through great. Paula. Go through Paula. Give her a I number will. and we'll add you all that stuff. I will. Oh. Thank you. You're very well. Thanks welcome. for coming, Megan. Bye, guys. Okay, right. So, Tumi, are you okay? Were you about to say something there before we... Uh, no, but have a good day to Megan's mole, that's all. Okay, that's fine. No problem. <laughs> all right, uh, Aftermath, how, how's your week been? What have you been uh, seeing in the news? What have you been covering? Tell us a little bit about what's been going on in your world. I think in general, obviously, yeah. I've just discovered YouTube, really. I've been on there... Mm -hmm. A few weeks, few months, but not like this, this, you yeah. know. Um, as for my content, it tends to come from an emotional side, um, okay. from what I feel, from what I watch. You know, my content on TikTok is very much the aftermath of growing up in abuse and be able to read a room and understand situations and emotions. Sure. So that's where I come from, really. So it's just been finding my feet on YouTube and speaking yeah. about the bits I see. No one can ignore right now. And I've never really spoken on the children that much, but no one can ignore. They don't seem to, in my opinion, as visually we can see, they're never really yeah. with them. Which yeah. you've got a question when Harry chose freedom and to be everything he never had in that respect. We all thought that he was going to go away and just find that happy. And to see him yeah. never there, when we watched him, always with Diana, always with Charles. Yeah, they really enforced that parenting role, you know? And yep. in, in there's countless... Well, that's the thing, I remember... ...videos of them with them. So yeah. there's this disconnect to what I believe the British public thought we were going to see from Harry 
we're finding freedom to what yeah. we're actually getting, you know? Yeah, and it's interesting because you're the first British panel member, right? So you, you're the same as me. You grew up seeing the Diana scandals in the paper, the topless, topless, you know, uh, sunbathing pictures, her privacy invaded. Mm -hmm. But whenever she was out representing or doing anything, those kids were there 90% of the time. And she, it, but it wasn't all, it wasn't from like a modern prop incentive. You could see that she was just a mum who was doing her royal duty and wanted yeah. the, the princess to be part of that. And yeah. it's, I think we all, right, and I will be honest, I think everybody wanted the big Diana 2.0, right, with mm -hmm. Harry and Meghan. We were waiting for it, okay? And for some reason, I really do feel like uh, Catherine could be, 5,000 times the, the Diana that Diana was and no one would fucking notice, right? Sadly, I don't know why that is, but I just feel like they are so, they nail it so well, but they also keep it within a box of safety and Diana yeah. never really did that. So we were all kind of hoping for Diana 2.0 with Harry, but the redemption arc of Harry leaving, I think we all had massive hope and it just hit the fan. And I'm not even a royal person. And I was like, what have you done, mate? Like, honest to God, he she must have done some mad, mad things. Well, I, I, I've always what said, you, mean, you know, the, Brit <laughs> the British people have always had the royal family there blending into the background every Christmas day. Then all of yep. a sudden, Harry's done that and we've all gone, what have you done? You know, I, I, And it's been shocking to watch, you know. Never yeah. did we ever think. And, do you know what? I did a post. I, I never put it on YouTube, actually. And it was saying about the scandal with Diana, Camilla, Charles, and how my mom to this day will not abide Camilla. You didn't have social media back then. Yeah. So you can only imagine the hate she would have faced. In fact, Camilla faced far more hate than Meghan Markle ever has, yeah. you know? Yeah. But she stood by her man and she faced that hate time and time again. I know people are not her fan, but the reality is she did do that. She, and... was, a, she was a purist to the, the monarchy. That was the difference. She she played the, the monarch game of mm -hmm. shutting the fuck up and playing the game. Yeah. Whereas Meghan just did it. Do, 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 do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. the scandals and all the stuff behind the scenes always seem to be massive but if you play the game they get dulled down it was the same with yeah. camilla and diana when all that stuff was going on but here's an interesting one and i throw this out to every now and again if diana was still alive and she had a twitter account okay the day of the coronation okay i think we would have seen some of the most poetically put together tweets mankind had ever seen the whole world would have been poised waiting for diana's tweet that day okay because I think she would have had a fire Twitter. That's all I'm saying. I think Diana would have had a fire Twitter in the in the digital era. I have to say. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, hello there. Hello. It saves, it saves my uh, awkward story about Diana's Twitter there and gave us a bit of a laugh, Kitty Cat. Nice one. Um, <laughs> so we were talking tonight um, about the the bump, the possibility of uh, faking pregnancies and all the rest of it. Where where do you stand on that story? I mean, apparently I'm the only one where it was like big news to me this evening, um, even though it's been drilled into my head by Paula for weeks. Where, where, where do you stand on it all? Do you Because it's and also as well, it's hard to sort of invest in it all. Do you know what I'm saying? The well, only person capable of that is Paula, who <laughs> can split her brain into 10 different places. But, but do you know what I mean? When you, when you find a part of it that you're like, I don't know if I have the time to fully go down that rabbit hole, so I don't know where I stand. How, but, you know, where about do you but stand? The thing on? is with me, with, with, with what I do, is I don't sort of, 
I just see a post if I feel a kind of way, if, then mm-hmm. I will react on it. As for the pregnancy, like I said, I've never really spoke on the children because so I think some things are out of bounds. However, sure, sure. however, you can't acknowledge they, they don't seem to be around, you know? Yeah, in, in, uh, fake babies, like they don't exist. Uh, that's well, no, me, just not that's just out there that's cute out there i just that's how i felt until i literally and again anyone who wants to complain about talking about the kids their uncle was just here so everyone can calm down okay everyone can relax their uncle was here okay so and now i'm kind of obsessed with this and i know i'm going to waste a lot of time on this in my regular life because i feel like you i'm like who cares but when you start peeling it apart and you're like oh no and, oh, there's a Reddit page dedicated to this, and now I'm four hours deep in it. it, it, it it's, it's one of those points that it becomes all-consuming. But here's an interesting one. What fucking brilliant propaganda that would be to get us all wasting our time, okay? Mm-hmm. narrative, right? Oh. I'm just saying. You're wrong. The thing of it all is that Meghan Marco is the kind of person who oh. talks about discloses her most private, most intimate things. If this woman had indeed a birth yeah. uh, a certificate with the signature of the four doctors verifying that the children were born out of her body, this woman would be slapping the shit out of us with those things. I kind of feel like she would have. I feel like you're right. I think the, the birth would have been a mega, mega extravaganza. Um, I mean, this woman talks about, oh, my God, in the Finding Freedom. Oh, Harry was in love with me because it was the first time that I used the, someone used the bathroom out in the woods. Yeah. I just want to say, this isn't propaganda. It's an opinion, okay? And I, I'm just letting you know that we're voicing an opinion. We all have them. You don't have to agree with us, uh, but certainly it isn't propaganda. I have very little invested in this whole uh, bump theory, but I think it's interesting because... It's the reason behind it that fascinates me. And hearing her own brother uh, talk about how she's so disconnected with children, I think it all amounts up to a little more than propaganda when we've got her brother, their uncle, backing up some of these points. And again, I expected him to to totally blow the theory out the water and be like, no, no, it's nonsense, all the rest. So, you know, when you've got a family member coming on and supporting something, I think propaganda is the wrong way of putting it. Didn't you I, read the letter that Tom Marcos wrote at the beginning that said that Megan should stay away from children and animals? That's part of the letter that Tom Marcos wrote saying that Harry would regret it, that she would separate him from his family, that she would create chaos, that this wow. woman should not be around animals nor children. I mean, how prophetic was that man? I just, I, it all blows, it, you know, it's, it's, it's the... It's the psychological degree that I don't have that I wish I had for assessing Megan because she is a wet dream for some niche uh, psychiatrist who specializes in psycho-narcissism. And I just saw a friend of mine looked at her and she says she's most basic narcissistic. She's just gotten away with everything because of the family that's backing that. Of course, of course, of course. course. But uh, Aftermath, what are you saying there? I just feel like at this point she's just playing into the character that the press, the people have sort of, we can see. I feel like the more we go on about mooted downtones, the more we see her in mooted downtones. I feel like the more people comment on the way she manhandles Harry, the more she's manhandling Harry. This is her only claim to fame. 
Megan is too much for the handlers. I think that's a that's, <laughs> the, that's a more intelligent statement made by you there, <laughs> for sure. Um, but the kids is that um, we wouldn't. Most normal people, if we had a surrogate or we had adopted a child or we gave birth to a child, didn't want, would just say that it wouldn't be some big mystery. And even when Megan was talking about how, oh, I wasn't asked to take a picture in front of the hospital. Boom, there's the problem. Just like, yeah. oh, I wasn't treated like a black woman. So I went to the UK. Boom, there's the problem. You see the the the, the what they call a Freudian slip where she's telling you exactly what the issue yeah. is. She wasn't asked to take a picture in the hospital like William and Catherine. So she, out of spite and mad about the, oh, the letters patent this, my child isn't going to be prince this, oh, my child needs protection. The problem was not about protection. Harry, she has, she has service protection in Toronto. Like, yeah. It broke the- we Canadians said no to that, by the way. Yeah. I just want to say uh, as well, uh, sorry, carry on, carry on to me. That's why I was is carry on to me. Not equal with Catherine. That's been the problem day one. So the problem is, is oh, I'm gonna get revenge. I'm gonna get guess what? You're never gonna see these kids to this day. British people are on British soil, breathing as a baby, except for when he was a little blanky, allegedly when he was born. Other than that, they only saw him breathing in Africa, and then they never saw him on British. Where was show me one one video of Archie on Britain. actual video that that is suspicious in itself as well. It all it all is very weird. I just want to say, Linda, I am trying to shut up. It's it's Friday. We all get a bit worked up on this show, so I am I am trying to give everybody a chance to speak. So I want to talk to Tina about this because Tina, you and I have been talking about this about the Aha Youth Group mm-hmm. and psychologists because you and I are both survivors of so many things. We have to watch out what we say on this channel because. Hey are doing that but yeah. it's just about it's just about i already talked to tina about it ron so she knows about it um, yeah. but for example you and i have been okay it's a different form of violence but we yeah. have been through it and we've reached out and you were a minor you reached out to people that you thought you could trust and instead nobody did anything for you and here yeah. we have megan you know what really bothers me that this was exposed on september 29th i believe this year and Megan hasn't come out and condemned this lady. But is that on brand for Megan? Does she ever come yeah. out and say stuff like that? I'm pretty sure she, she's just she's too famous. Do you know what I'm saying? All she's got to do is just separate herself, and the next, the next, you know, as we say in this country, yesterday's news is today's chip wrapper. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so it's a, it's it's a messy. I don't even grasp this concept with Megan anymore. It's fascinating. I- I think Harry and Meghan just choose when they want to complain and they choose when they want to explain. And normally when they choose to explain, it's to complain about other people and how they've wronged them. You know, they sit on a bench and speak about social and cyberbullying. However, yeah. we've got that going on and Wally and so many people being taken down and children's lives being threatened, but they never explain about that or even condemn it, do they? So she's not going to come out a disgusting article that we've seen and that's the rabbit rabbit hole i've fallen down reading all into that and it's like wow and even your post caller with the aha the tig moment it's like wow how deep does this settle you know how it's scary really 
really, really yeah. it's terrible because you see they're using and I, this is where I'm going to get at. That's the worst worrying thing, Ron, and it ties up with the royal things that they went there as the Duke and Duchess of Sussex on yeah. behalf of the royal family because they are still working members of the royal family as per the monarchy's website. So they support this thing. And not only that, according to Archwell, they're funding this lady as well in this youth program. I just... Do you think that the royal them leaving the royals is the fake thing then? All the evidence pours towards that being... Uh, public. I must admit, over the last few days, you sort of think they've got it. You can't help but not think, are they being bankrolled by dad? There's they a reason why they jet up. They you know? have... I was even honest. shocked to listen to Lady C saying that she was angry about the royal website, which we've been saying for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely outraged about it. Yeah. I've been talking about this. You know, I honestly, guys, you know, I honestly thought on April 1st, 2021, we were going to see Harry and Meghan's uh, profile disappear from the website. I, th yeah. I said, okay, I'll give it a week. You know, maybe, you know, it's April. Nothing. Instead, they've been updating details in their profiles inside of the royal of the monarchy's website. Yeah. And when you say the royal family says the role of the royal family members is to support the monarchs carry out his duties. And then below is the family members who support the king. And now they've updated that Harry's official residence is Frogmore Cottage, even though they spend the majority of the time in the USA. See, I don't understand that because it was all announced that they had asked them to leave Frogmore Cottage. Yep. We know That's that. Fun. They went and packed the stuff. It was in OK Magazine, of course, a solemn oh, picture of them sat in some boxes. You know, they were yeah. vacated. They were asked to vacate that. So I don't understand how they're using Frogmore in an updated piece. Well, this is now. the thing. If it's all just a public facade. This is what yes. I mean. It just seems like it's like, OK, we're going to paint the wall blue and then the next day they paint it green, but nobody mentions it. That's that's what's going on here. I just want to apologize. My corneas are being burned out of my skull, so I'm wearing a pair of silly glasses now. So you all have to put up with it so that I don't get a massive headache. Just just but. to recap, the boxes that we saw moving were from Eugenie because she had been to Frockmore Cottage and stayed there for a while, and then okay. she moved out. But Harry's boxes with his stuff and Megan's have never been seen to be move out, moved out. And the thing that his official residence is now Frogmore Cottage was um, was actually uh, updated about six weeks ago. And it, it was updated in his biography because you have to go to his biography. It says yeah. that now he spends most of the majority of his time is in the U.S. It's no longer sharing the time. Uh, it's the majority of the time in the USA. And Harry tried to have his home in the United States declare a consulate so he wouldn't pay taxes on it. Yeah, the 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 the. the the dodgy tax play, the funding, and making sure they get their bills paid is a whole other show because that is another rabbit hole that goes super deep. And we've spoken about it here before. Um, and again, I just, I, 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 it's hard to get your head around if you're new to all this like I am. But the, the signs are there, the evidence or the 
the circumstantial evidence is certainly adding up and piling up. But listen, sadly, my corneas are done. Like it is, I've been staring at these screens for 14 hours today and they are melting out my face. It is, I mean, Emma, I could, I mean, it's all a money grab is pretty much on the money, if I'm being honest. Uh, so listen, to me, before we wind this down, have you got anything else you want to say? Because I feel uh, like you're up there. Um, no, um, she's yeah. chilling in her hotel room. That's what she's doing. <laughs> I've just been listening to what you guys have been saying and yeah. everything. And um, I just really think we're looking at narcissism, like a textbook case of narcissism on yeah. in front of our eyes. And also with the children. This is my last point about the kids, right? With Lily. Lilibet, Lily, whoever that child is, right? Lilibet, Diana, Diana, Elizabeth, whoever they call the child. Sure. Um, the picture of her at the July 4th parade or wherever they were at really bothered me. The kid looked like her hair isn't brushed, like somebody just put random pigtails on Yeah, sort of thrown together. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the kid doesn't look like, look like a kid. I'm with you. Like, yeah, the vibes are, 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 you know, that when you get a gut feeling, you get a gut feeling to me. And I think that's a good point as well. Yeah, like, I mean, if someone, I don't know if someone would pull up those pictures and you guys will just look at them. Like, I was just like, I mean, I don't know. When I was a child, my mom used to hook it up. You know, I look like yeah. a catalog model as a child. <laughs> well, to me, I mean, you heard Tom mention the fact that she never gravitated towards his kids or any of the kids for PR reasons or any of that stuff. So it completely, what you're saying there completely is validated by the theories that we've been putting out tonight. hundred percent. And even if those are their kids or they adopted them or their surrogacy children or whatever, however, those are, there are real children. Correct. There that are somebody named Archie and Lily that are allegedly. Yeah. And even with the Netflix stuff, Part of me felt like with the descriptions of the proposal and then what we saw on Netflix, part of me felt like these were reenactments. Yeah. I, something in me felt like we're looking at reenactments. I mean, the best hope we can have is paid actors. I mean, that would be the best outcome because, yeah, but I, you know, I think that's a bit too extreme. Yeah, I mean, of course it is, but so is her being an alien, and that would be a great outcome as well, because, again, it would justify so much. But sadly, we don't live on a planet cuckoo, so it's just a, a head-scratching... Again, I wish I had a, a degree that I could actually analyze this in a way that isn't just educated by the internet. With what Megan Mole said about the kids, like when, when Harry and, and William were kids, always being with Diana or always being with Charles, like outside, we saw them living... Correct. Beautiful. They weren't just obscure names of William and Harry that we never saw. And they were with their mom. They went to Disneyland. They engaged with people. They went out for KFC and McDonald's runs and whatever. And exactly. Metaphorically speaking. And like it would not to say that we have to see the children, but it would be nice to see some some sort of signs of life of children that are with their parents who love them. Yeah. And and William I mean Harry whines so much about his childhood. But like his parents loved him, his cousins loved him, his uncles and aunts loved him, and had he had a big family, you know. Yeah. And 
one thing as well is the the fact that parents enjoy showing off their kids, making their kids look and presentable, nice, and and all the rest of it. Here, I mean, I mean, you come to the UK and there's some people with less than a hundred pound in benefits a week, but I guarantee you, their babies have got Burberry on and Dior trainers and all this stuff. It's a mad world. Sixty inch tellies, the lot. Um, it's a mad, mad world. But listen. We're going to have to wind it down there. My head is melting. Paula, um, is there anything else you want to throw in before before we go? Yeah, I just want to, you know, you were talking about the numbers on the Netflix thing. I actually have the numbers because it did a release on how well Harry and Meghan's shows with Netflix because Netflix is canceling their asses off. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it is. In the the first release week, the docuseries was streamed. This is Harry and Meghan. Okay, this is with the heavy publicity of Harry. You remember how the heavy publicity? Oh, of Harry yes, yes. They released the first week release was eighty one thousand five hundred hours against Wednesday, which is one of my favorite ones, which barely got any announcement. And Wednesday on the first two days got two hundred and sixty nine six hundred six two hundred sixty nine thousand six hundred hours. And Harry and Meghan, which is their biggest selling thing. Yeah didn't reach up to 132,000 hours in the first month and dropped after the out of 10 in the first month. Whereas Wednesday increased. I mean, this is Wednesday, the first three hours, three, three, three days, uh, hours, three days, hours watch. Right. And Wednesday after that went to 841,233 hours in that month. Yeah. I was probably one of those people watching it over and over and over yeah, and over. Once the hate mob arrives to 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 fuel up for the uh, for the content, the, the, those will go up. Um, so it's again fudging numbers across the board. The, the the reality they live in is constructed by the puppet master that is the narcissistic queen, allegedly. Uh, Megan, before before I would like to leave with Tina, um, Tina, because you do bring an emotional side to this because of your background. Yeah, uh, and I love that because I watch your videos and everything, and I love the take you do on how it affects people. Because at the end of the day, it's people who are affected by all of this. We have Thomas Markle, Samantha Markle, Mr. Markle, and the entire Raglan and Markle family that have been doing. And you grew up, you know, trashing, defaming is a form of violence. You know, mm-hmm. so you, I love your take because. You may not be up to date with whatever the shenanigans they're doing, but you are up to date on how you emotionally feel and how it feels to be in a position of disadvantage, in a position without a voice, in a position of fighting against somebody with more power. So how does this whole saga ties up with you? You know what? I came out speaking about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case. I came out because I was a victim of domestic violence as a child. I watched it growing up. I could see in front of me, across social media, loads of other victims feeling the exact same. And same with this saga. I have watched so many people born and raised in Britain and further on just be affected by this. And like I was saying earlier with my mum, my mum will never forgive Camilla 27 years on. And I honestly generally believe that in 27 years people will never forgive Meghan Markle for what she's done yeah. that's my opinion yeah, I, I think the same level of devastation and broken families that we see with them it's just now we have social media and you know 
Harry and Meghan could always go and play themselves in the crown. Maybe that's next. Oh, listen, I'm I'm waiting for the 90 day fiance level reality TV show for Meghan. I don't want that. High, I want that TLC shit. I want that 90 day fiance like level of trash TV. But listen. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, Kaza, thank you for the advice. I will try that. Uh, Paula, thank you for being amazing, as always. Tumi, thank you for uh, finally being able to make it to the panel. I hope you're uh, here more often. Uh, Aftermath, well, you'll be here next Friday, of course. I can't wait to see you again. From me, Ron Swanson, as always, be safe out there. Make sure you're subscribed. Everyone's links are down in below. Uh, and thanks to Megan Small. Thanks to Megan Small. She's demonetized, but go watch her channel. Yeah, go watch her stuff. Go and watch British Hardest Men on Amazon. Yep. All of us speak at the same time. Like We can do this, okay? I'll see you all next week. Thank you all for uh, spending Bye. some time with us. Thank, Thank you, everybody. You.